0: Hello folks, welcome to Holding On with Holder, where I talk to interesting people about interesting topics. My name is Steve Holder and I am your host. My guest today is Noah Lee Neal, a brave young man going through some major changes in his life. And today we're going to let Noah tell us about his journey. Welcome, Noah. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for being with me today. You're welcome. Thanks for
1: having me. First of all, get us started. Who are you? How would you
0: describe yourself to people?
1: How would I describe myself to people? Well, I work hard. Uh, That's really about all I do. My free time, I just, you know, hang out with my friends, family. I like to go outside, nature. I'm adventurous, for sure. I love traveling, meeting new people, experiencing all different types of culture, experiences in
0: life. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about some things you put on your Facebook and let you uh, comment on them, okay? Okay. Uh, let's see, one thing you put on here is, I've seen such powerful things come from social media. I've watched social media almost move mountains, work miracles almost, for people I know and for those who I do not know as well. Can you elaborate on that? What powerful things were you?
1: Honestly, I've seen so many different things that come from social media from... Um, you know, addressing social injustices, people are getting funded for things that they need that they're unable to afford on their own, even though they're working and they're trying. Um, And, you know, I made that post. And I said exactly what I was thinking and what I was feeling. And I want you to know, Steve, that the people in our community have now moved mountains for me. And they have made a difference in my life that you just would not believe. Now I'll be able to have my surgery, my top surgery on the 30th of of this month.
0: Okay. And, And you went on to say the internet is an amazing thing. I've always thought it was amazing how you can see communities come together to help someone, sometimes someone they don't even know. A part of me feels so guilty as I type this but another part of me feels like I deserve to feel free in my own skin. Can you tell us exactly what you were referring to there? Is it just the same thing as what you just said?
1: Absolutely. So what I was referring to in that post was the surgery that I'm going to be having on the 30th of this month now. Um, And that all comes back to, gender dysphoria, body dysphoria. You know, um, how I feel inside does not align with how I look on the outside.
0: Okay. And you also said, I share a bit about myself. My name is Noah Neal. I am a transgender man. I began my transition socially in September of 2019 and medically in June of 2020. So, can you tell us just about those different aspects of your transition? I mean, I know what you meant, but can you elaborate on that?
1: Sure. So, um, before coming out as transgender, um, I always knew that something was just different or off. Could never put my finger on it. So. Then here I am, 24 years old, and I meet someone, and I'm kind of explaining how I feel to them inside. And they start telling me about um, people that are transgender. And I'm like, I don't, you know, can you tell me more? And so then she basically just lays it all out online for me, tells me that people go and they have hormone replacement therapy and they literally transition and they they live as their true selves so I started researching and it was like it instantly clicked I knew just this is what's been going on with me my entire life and I had no idea so now here I am I've hit a wall what do I do And at that point, I start thinking, and, you know, the first person I want to talk to, of course, is my mom. And I start asking her, do you know anything about this? No. You know, I've heard of people who have been in this situation, but I do not know anything about it. Okay, well, me either, but I want to let you know that this is what I'm going through, and this is where I'm at, uh, you know, I just kinda wanted to tell the person that gave me life before I told anybody else. And then about a, I'd say about a week later, I made a post <clears throat> on my Facebook in September let's see 2019. And I told everyone this is what's going on with me. This is where I'm at. That post is still on my on my Facebook. You want to go and find it. Um, And at that point, you know, I just turned my phone off because I was terrified because the area that we live in. I was so scared, and I just hit post, and I I just turned my phone off, and I took a nap, and then later on. My friend at the time came home and was like, have you looked at this? I told her no. I wasn't even going to read the comments. I was just too scared, honestly. And she told me that everybody was being supportive. And, you know, at that point, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then that's pretty much what it's been. Um, A short, little while later, I... You know, I chose a name and told everybody, and from that point on, my name has been Noah, and that's where I'm at.
0: Okay. He also wrote, I have several brothers, and I am the youngest of all my siblings. I have no sisters. I grew up in a tight-knit family. We enjoyed playing volleyball together at the local parks or camping all summer long." So my question is, how do your brothers feel about your transitioning and how important it is? Is it to you that they understand and support you? Um,
1: I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, Steve. Um, At that point, whenever I came out, I did not live um, here in the Tri-Cities. I was living down in Knoxville at the time. I just came off of a job site down in Tallahassee, Florida. One of my other brothers actually travels for work as well. Um, So we don't really get to see each other very often. And then one of my other brothers lives out in Texas. Like, we're pretty much all in different areas doing our own thing. Um, We still talk. We're all on good terms. I don't think any of them hate me for it. I I don't think that they're educated, and I don't. I think that they need to be, because I'm not sure if they're accepting or not. But I want them to be because they've helped me become the person that I am today. And you know, those are my those are my boys. I
0: love them. Okay. I've always. Another thing you said was I've always known I was different, but couldn't quite put my finger on it. I always wanted to do what my brothers were doing, wear the things my brothers could wear. From a very, excuse me, from a very early age, I began feeling completely uncomfortable in feminine clothing, but I didn't understand why. I just tried to fit in. Now some people will hear that and say well you you are a tomboy. lots of girls feel that way and go through it. Why do you need to transition? What do you say to those people? It's different
1: um it's not being a tomboy I you know that's that's honestly what one of my other family members thought you know, oh, you know well, once i I told everyone, hey you know i I like girls." and I, I have a girlfriend now, she thought, you know, oh, you know, you're just a tomboy. You just, you know, you like to wear basketball shorts and tank tops, you know, whatever. She thought I was sporty. <laughs> um, so I honestly, it's just so much different. I thought, you know, that myself, but now, I realize I'm just not, it doesn't align. It, okay. there's, I don't feel like there's really any real words to describe the feeling of being transgender. It's like you're not at home in your own
0: body, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you went on to say I'm not sure I ever really did fit in and that isn't to say I didn't have friends I did I just never fit in in my own skin That's kind of what you just said there I tried for well well forever to just make myself believe I was just it was just because I don't know how to be feminine I don't have a whole lot of female presence in my life aside from my mom She's a shirt and jeans kind of woman, aside from getting dolled up for the occasional date or doing her face for work. For as long as I can remember, I've never felt comfortable in feminine clothing. I began buying my clothing items from the men's section little by little until eventually everything I owned was men's, aside from sports bras. If I didn't have to have something to strap these puppies down for society, not to have a cow, I wouldn't. And my question is, what would you say to the people who say, well, you can dress in men's clothing without transitioning? It's kind of pretty much what we said before, but kind of different.
1: Well, how I feel is it's my body, it's my choice. I don't feel comfortable. And if the fact that I don't feel comfortable, if the fact that I don't feel comfortable makes you uncomfortable, then that's a problem within you because. I know how I feel.
0: Yeah. And you went on to say having top surgery would help me tremendously on so many different levels that I cannot even explain. I would get to feel like myself and for the first time in so very long. The discomfort I experienced physically and mentally is ridiculous. I'm stuck. I'm just feeling like we should all get to feel comfortable in our own skin no matter who we are. And I'm sure everyone, for the most part, understands and feels the same way. I wish it were as easy for me as going to the store and buying a box of hair dye to make me feel more confident or going to the store and buying a new outfit to get a little confidence boost. It doesn't work that way for me, sadly, because no matter what I do, I'm reminded constantly, this shirt doesn't fit right because men's shirts aren't designed to, for breasts, etc. It just gets so disheartening constantly, especially when all I want is to just feel like myself. I just want to take my shirt off and feel the breeze and nature, light and heat from the sun on my bare skin. These things seem so small, so insignificant, but they weigh heavy on me daily, along with so many other things as far as having a large feminine chest having this surgery would change my life in such a positive way. And I mention that because I know you're taking donations to get your sur- uh, surgery. So do you wanna tell us about your GoFundMe account and how folks can donate if they want to?
1: Yes, sir. Um, I don't have a GoFundMe. I'm actually just taking um, donations through my Cash App or through Facebook Pay. Um, I don't have a PayPal anymore. For some reason, I'm not able to get into it, but I can give you my cash tag or you can share it with the video, however you want to do that.
0: Yeah, go ahead and do that. And I really thought somebody had started a GoFund account for you also.
1: No, uh, well, somebody started their um, birthday fundraiser yesterday for my top surgery. I don't know any of the details about that. It's not set up through me.
0: Okay. yeah, give us your cash app so people that want to donate can do it.
1: Okay. So my cash app is the dollar sign, NOHA, noha o h a 65.
0: Okay, that's great. What do you want people to know about you more than anything
1: else, Noah? Well, this isn't necessarily just about me. Um, I just want the stigma about transgender people to end. We're not predators waiting in bathrooms to hurt people. You know, we're we're just normal, everyday people living normal lives we work jobs, you know, we have children, we, we have skills in this world. Uh, I can build solar fields. You know, I'm not mentally incompetent or mentally disabled. I'm, I'm just a normal, I'm just a normal guy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in the wrong body. My, how I look doesn't align with how I feel. And I don't think that that should be an issue with others. It's not, it has nothing to do with them. This is a personal thing and transgender people need support and they need love and they need people to understand where we're coming from.
0: Do you feel like you have to defend yourself a lot with people? Do you automatically assume people are going to be resentful? I mean, is that kind of what, where you're coming from?
1: Honestly, um, no, not necessarily. I try to go into every situation with an open mind. Um, I'm not gonna assume that, you know, my neighbor is transphobic or homophobic, and, and you know, I talk, you know, I talk to him just like I talk to you or anybody else. I just, you know, when you get to know people, you you see things and or immediately when they come to you, they have a problem. I don't just automatically assume that people are gonna try to hurt me or degrade me and make me feel like I'm less of a person than they are because of my situation.
0: Yeah. Uh, What are your hobbies? What do you like to do in your, for fun?
1: I love the water. I try to go swimming, go fishing, hike up and see waterfalls. I love being outside, especially in the summertime. It's mostly, that's really what I like to do
0: yeah.
1: in the wintertime. I pretty much stay in the house, stay out of the cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what do you want to do with your life? What's your dream?
1: Well. I thought about going back to school for barbering because I think uh, that's something I would really enjoy doing. Um, It's always changing. People are always wanting something different, and new. But I haven't completely decided where exactly I want to end up. I've considered going back to school and becoming a teacher later on but right now I'm just trying to get through um, establishing myself as who I am now and then I'll move forward at that point because something you know that you have to worry about obviously is employment and whether or not your employer is going to be accepting of who you are so a lot of you know, places aren't, they don't, you know, they don't know, they don't know, so I think before moving forward in a real true solid career, I would like to get my top surgery for sure out of the way, be able to legally change my name and gender marker, that way at that point, there's no reason at all for discrimination. Okay.
0: Okay. What is your biggest fear?
1: My biggest fear? Yeah. I guess just not being successful. I wanna succeed and I wanna be able to have a good life, you know, have a family.
0: Well, that makes sense.
1: Everything, everything that everybody else wants, you know?
0: So, what would you say has been your biggest challenge so far?
1: I think my biggest challenge so far has been accepting myself for who I am, embracing it, loving myself, um, making sure that I stay patient and understanding and open minded and do my best to educate myself and educate others do you feel like
0: you need to do a lot to educate others about about what you're experiencing
1: I'm sorry I wasn't able to hear you
0: I'm sorry do you feel like you need to explain yourself to a lot of people about what you're doing and why you're doing it
1: yeah I do because there's such a lack of education about the transgender community and what they're actually going through. Um, suicide rates are extremely high because people are not accepting.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, homelessness is a huge issue within the transgender community. There's a lot going on for the transgender community because the lack of education that people receive I, myself as a transgender man, I had no idea I was transgender until I was 24 years old, you know, like, I should have had a clue before now. <laughs>
0: so where do you see yourself five years from now, Noah?
1: In five years, I hope to be into a solid career and hopefully actually buying a house Um Hopefully we'll have a child at that point. I definitely expect obviously to have the surgery done at the end of this month and then shortly thereafter be able to change my name and gender marker and just kind of take it step by step in that sense.
0: Yeah. Do you have a lot of depression or anxiety about the things that you have to go through?
1: Absolutely. There's, uh, you know, battles every day. Which which restroom is safe for me to go in right now? Uh, you know, is this, is this guy gonna hear my voice and put two and two together and beat me up? Luckily, you know, I've not really had anybody ever physically attack me. I have been refused the key to the men's restroom because the gas station attendant didn't believe in that. Um, Yeah, it's it's an everyday battle. And then, of course, on social media, you get on the, you know, on the news pages and people want to whatever on there. It's, yeah, it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. So can you share some of your experiences
1: about being judged before people even get to know you? Are you comfortable with that? Sure. I'm, I am mean, I'm, I'm okay to talk about anything, honestly. Um, I, I don't know if people do, I don't know if they judge me before they get to know me or not. Um, I think I guess everybody kind of does to a degree, but hopefully they're not like, oh, this person's transgender, you know, they're gonna burn in hell. I hope they don't do that.
0: Do you consider yourself a tolerant person? What? Do you consider yourself a tolerant person? Is it easy to tolerate other people?
1: For the most part yeah, uh, you know I can I can have a conversation you know about this with anybody until they just completely start disrespecting me as a human being
0: yeah
1: and then at that point um, I, I can't say that I don't get disrespectful too
0: <laughs> yeah I think a lot of people have a lot of problems with being tolerant these days I think we all need to
1: work on that. Absolutely, and I, you know, my friends and family I've had in my life forever now, they they still struggle making sure that they use the proper pronouns and they, you know, they're working hard to stay accountable for themselves and they keep each other accountable too. And I think that's wonderful. And it, as long as you're trying, I'm not going to get mad. You know, I can, be, I can be patient.
0: But you understand it can be difficult for people that don't go through what you are to understand, you know. And people are going to, you know, just say things that you feel is inappropriate. And a lot of times they don't mean to. I mean, I know you understand that, right?
1: Absolutely. And there, you know, there's an obvious line between an accident and just being disrespectful.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: So and that's at that point, you know, that's when I tend to try to take up for myself in those moments. Um, And then, of course, if you slip up and you accidentally say the dead name, uh, just correct yourself and move on. We don't have to go through this. I'm so sorry thing for you know 20 minutes. It's fine. You caught yourself. Let's you know continue.
0: Yeah. So what kind of music do you like?
1: I love music. I love all different types of music.
0: Yeah, me too. I listen to hard rock and country at the same time. This one right after the other back and forth. Yep. <laughs> same here so what kind of books do you read
1: books um i love james patterson he's my favorite author for sure um i love suspense i like to read autobiographies too i know that seems silly but just well,
0: makes sense to me i wrote mine a few years ago so that makes perfect sense to me
1: i didn't even know you had a book
0: yeah I've written and published, I think, nine now actually.
1: Wow, that's awesome. I'm actually trying to write a book right now.
0: Yeah, is it gonna be autobiography? I mean, I know you're young to be writing your autobiography, but is it gonna be about your experiences so far? It's not, it's not. Are you involved in politics?
1: no not myself i mean i do vote and you know i do try to keep up with what's going on because obviously my rights are very important to me sure i like to keep those
0: you keep up with current events
1: i try to i try to stay pretty current yeah
0: yeah it's kind of hard to balance wanting to stay informed and then putting up with the stuff we hear on news also. You know, they can be really negative and seems like they try to make sure everybody's fighting everybody else.
1: Absolutely. The news and the media definitely create a divide. And there's bias too, so. Oh, yeah. I, use, I try to use Credible. Uh, I use, like, .org. and. I use whenever I'm searching about things on the internet.
0: So do you think people should really care about how other people identify?
1: Do I think, I'm sorry, what?
0: Do you think people should care about how other people identify?
1: Um, yeah, I do, absolutely.
0: Uh, you recently started a Facebook group called the Trans Alliance. you want to tell folks about that and what that's all about?
1: Absolutely. So I'm in several other groups for transgender people. They're mostly only um, for transgender people from what I can tell. And what I want is to um, maybe create a bridge where we don't need to be separated. That's kind of a problem to me. I think that if we stay to ourselves, then you know the education's gonna be amongst us and we need to spread information and guide other people in the right direction to opening up their mind and seeing that transgender people are just like everyone else. So I created the group so that cisgender people and transgender people, can, they can they can join. And as long as you're not transphobic and you're not homophobic or racist or just rude, you're welcome to be in our group. Um, I want transgender people to post about needing funding for surgeries. I want to start a monthly donation to at least one transgender person that can maybe use a binder each month. I want to create um, just a network, honestly, where people can get all the information that they need and not feel shame for asking a question. And I don't want it to be filtered. I don't want people's posts to have to be approved. I don't want... I think everybody should be able to ask what they want to ask. I don't think that people should only be allowed... to see what someone else wants them to see. I don't think that's fair.
0: Okay. So how important is it to you that the general public understand what it's like to be trans?
1: I think it's very important because as time goes on, more and more transgender people are coming out. And for me to have the opportunity to live visibly might give someone else the courage to know that it's okay to be who they are and not feel scared or alone or like they're just out of place and they have no place in this world. That's not true.
0: Yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, Noah, is there anything else you want to say that we haven't covered?
1: No, I think we've definitely discussed some really important Uh, things as far as the transgender community goes and understanding exactly where we're coming from.
0: Okay. Well, you are a very brave young man and I applaud you for your courage and your honesty. And I, again, I thank you for coming on my show.
1: I thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: My pleasure. Well, I will let you go and, uh, It has been nice talking to you, Noah, and I hope we can do it again sometime.
1: Sounds good. You have a wonderful day, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. You You
0: too. (laughs) Bye-bye.